This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Robin Witten, founder and editor of Audiophile, filling in for our regular host, Joe Reed. And we're here to talk about the best audiobooks of the year. We're thrilled to bring you chats with narrators of some of the best of the best, as we truly want to get behind the mic with the voices that bring you these wonderful audiobooks. And also to hear a little bit of fun tidbits about the recordings. So today we're talking with Fiona Hardingham. Welcome, Fiona. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me along. I appreciate it. Well, congratulations. You know, your performance of Mary Rose Wood's The Long Lost Home is one of the best children's and family listening audiobooks this year. And this oh. is the last title in the Incorrigible Children of Ashton Place, isn't it? It is. It is the sixth book in, in, the, in the series, yeah, which is a, a, big, a big, large arc of a series. It's fantastic. Very full. Well, tell us a little bit about what happens in The Long Lost Home. Okay, so when we get to this book, our wonderful heroine, Miss Penelope Lumley, who's a very plucky character and, and formerly the governess to the Incorrigible Children, is trapped in, uh, well, unhappy plinks. No one wants to be there, not, not even the locals. Definitely not um, our lovely Penelope Lumley. And she needs to get back to the children. She needs to get out of that place and uh, crafts a daring plan to escape. And then we are also with the children and uh, watching how they're trying to reunite with their wonderful Penelope Lumley and make things right back at home. Uh, always with the worry of the horrible Edward Ashton, who isn't dead. Uh, they're all assuming thought was dead, maybe turning up and this family curse looming over their heads. So it's it's very action-packed and full of heart. I think for anyone who has followed the series, this is an exciting sixth title. But anyone who may be interested, they can start way back or they can just jump into this one. What sort of preparation did you do for The Long Lost Home? Yeah, it's very different sort of coming in at the end. Normally, I'm starting and carrying the, the series through. So I had all these other books and research to do in regards to character voices, character choices that have been laid down already and decided with the previous narrator and, and Mary Rose with the, the author. And so I needed to know the tone of the piece. I needed to know the characters and their arcs thus far, where they'll end up any of those sort of twist plots and all of that bang shoot really, just so that when I'm coming in at the last and wrapping this up, our listeners um, aren't sort of thrown by, wait a minute, they sound completely different. You know, I, I wanted to make sure it was all in the same, very much the same vein as what it had been previously. So that was something, you know, maybe there was more research done than normal because there was all those books prior. But Mary Rose, you know, she's just such a fabulous, generous, encouraging author and we sat down she, she got contacted me and suggested meeting up for coffee and we we uh we spoke for hours just about everything and you know the previous story and how this all came stories and an audiobook version and and uh she really put me at ease to be honest about taking it on and and really excited she's such a a, a great person so that's that so by the time I'm going into the booth and I and I'm you know pressing record um we're starting oh and also I had to practice my awoos so we had a lot of fun on this book so much fun 
I think yeah. there's always fun in anything that has to do with the incorrigible children is a lot of fun. But you did a yeah. wonderful job of continuing the work that had been done before by Katie Keldron, but just with a nice freshness of your own. And obviously, it was a great success. We recently, yeah. we talked to Mary Rose Wood in an interview in one of our podcasts, and she just talks uh, glowingly and, and very movingly about the relationship that she's had with both her narrators. It's a wonderful thing. This is a great title. You had so many challenges with voices and the continuity and the animal voices and your woos. Can you tell me one of the biggest challenges? Maybe it was the woos. <laughs> You know, the woos were and the kids' voices and where Katie's pitching and and I really you know, when I ever take whenever I take on an audiobook, I take it really personally. I, I get very invested in the story and I fall in love with the characters. And most probably the biggest challenge of this book and honor at the same time was taking it on, you know, after Katie because she I didn't know her personally, but I knew her work, I knew her voice and she is, you know, you just have to listen to a very small clip of her, short clip, and the passion and the dedication. She really mastered her craft. And so it's quite an emotional thing to take on this book. And I felt the responsibility to do it right and uh, it all, to honor her and, and Mary Rose and, and the series and all the people that loved and adored the previous audio versions. And yeah, it was quite moving to be to sort of take on. And I, you know, I really felt like she was there with me because it, I just had a, such a hoot when I began, you know, and Mary Rose inserted jokes for her and things. They had such a wonderful uh, relationship. So it's terribly sad. So but but on on that, you know, I that was most probably the trickiest thing was sort of don't get emotional eye on the prize. Let's let's uh, let's focus and get this right. You did wonderfully. And I think let's play a little clip so everyone can hear how it came out. And we're going to drop right into Ashton Place as the housekeeper, Mrs. Clark, is getting things ready in the baby's nursery. So let's listen. Hold on now. I've almost got it. There. Mrs. Clark was not a small woman nor a young one, but she scurried down the ladder as nimbly as a squirrel. After several tries, the painting she had been trying to hang on the wall was now perfectly centred between the windows of the sunny bedchamber that was being readied for the new baby. She gazed at her achievement with satisfaction, hands planted solidly on hips. A bit of art is just what the room needed. As our dear Miss Lumley would say, it's never too soon to begin a child's education. That picture of yours is a perfect example of... What did you say the star was again, dear? Ominous landscape, Beowulf explained. But not too ominous. Baby ominous. So that really sounds like fun, and you have one of the children right there. <laughs> I love Mrs. Clark as well. I mean, if only you guys could see me in the booth having this, you know, when I was listening to this clip uh, earlier that you kindly shared, you know, she is just hilarious. There are just so many. So these characters are just so much fun. And uh, yeah, I really hope the listeners enjoy it. They certainly will enjoy it. And thank you for chatting with us. <laughs> thank you so much. If you want to hear more about the incorrigible children, remember we have the bonus podcast interview with Mary Rose Wood, a fascinating conversation. So check that one out.
And remember, all the details are in our show notes. So this has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Behind the Mic is supported by Ashet Audio. And stay in touch with us on social media, where we often share very personal video recordings from our narrators talking about the titles they've recorded. 